Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good morning. This is the good news of the glorious gospel coming to you live, online, Shout out to Blog Talk Radio, the Dallas-Fort Worth, Texas area. This is Teaching Tuesday, November, what's today? November the 14th, 2017, one of the best days that God has ever made. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will, we will rejoice and be glad in it, no matter what's coming our way. No matter what goes, glory to God, no matter what comes, we will rejoice and be glad in today, for today is the day that the Lord has made. Glory, hallelujah. Thank you so much for tuning in. I praise and I appreciate God for you. I pray that you had a blessed night last night, a sweet sleep. I pray that God blessed you and woke you this morning, you know, in your right mind with the activity of your limbs. Glory to God with a reasonable portion of health. Hallelujah. With a blessed job, making good money, able to pay your bills. Your children are in school. They're understanding their teacher, what the teacher is wanting them to know. Glory to God. They're passing all of their classes. Hallelujah. God is watching over you as you travel on the highways and byways. He's giving you favor both with him and man. God is a good God. Glory to God. No matter what is happening in our lives. Why? Because we don't walk by sight. We walk by faith. We walk by what God has told us, what God's plan is for us, what God's purpose is for us. And for those of us that have a relationship with Jesus Christ, he speaks to us and he tells us things that he has prepared for us, plans that he has for us, ministries that he has for us, places and people that he has for us to help. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. So we don't walk by what we see. We walk by what God has said to us. We walk by the faith that God has given us. Glory to God. God has given us all a measure of faith. Uh, A measure is uh, a portion, glory to God, of faith. And according to that portion of faith, be it unto you, glory to God, what you believe that God has given you, that your faith, hallelujah, creates uh, you to, to, to be in or to have. That portion of faith that God has given you, be that unto you whatsoever, hallelujah, your warning, uh, that portion of faith will cause it to come to pass. And we just appreciate God for the portion of faith that he's given us. He's given us all, hallelujah, a measurement of faith. And according to that measurement of faith, we obtain the things that God has preordained for our life. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Therefore, faith is not just a word. Hallelujah. In Hebrews, the word says about faith that faith is the substance of things hoped for. Okay? It's a substance. It's actually tangible. It's a substance of things hoped for. What are you hoping for? It's got to be in the will of God. If it's not in the will of God, then it's not coming to pass. God is not going to allow it to come to pass, okay? So it's the substance of things hoped for, and then it's the evidence of things not seen. Therefore, we don't walk by sight. It's the evidence of things not seen. 
seen. We walk by the faith of what God has told us is the substance of things hoped for. God has spoken things in my life. He's given me visions and dreams. And that substance of, of that that I'm hoping for that he's given me, and it's an evidence right now that I don't see it. But by faith, I believe that it's going to come to pass because of the measurement of faith that he's given me and then the relationship that I have with Jesus Christ. When I look back over my life and I see the things that he's done for me and the places that he's brought me from and the places that he's taken me to, glory to God, I can trust God that what he says he will do. He is not like man. The Bible tells us that. That God is not like man. Glory to God. Thank God for that, huh? That he is not like man, but he's a God that when he says something, he will absolutely do what he says he will do. And the only way, if it be, that God will not do it is because of your faith. If you don't believe in what God has told you he's going to do, then God won't do it. We have to have faith and trust in God. I know, who was it? Abraham. Because of Abraham's faith, glory to God, God called him a friend. Hallelujah. He was he was no longer a servant, but he was a friend of God because of the faith that Abraham had in God. Now that is heavy. That you know, if I could say that, like I tell, you know, people and, and my husband, I am a twenty seventeen first lady. I'm not a nineteen eighty five, I'm not a nineteen ninety, glory to God, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. I now I'm not even a 2000 first lady. I am a 2017 first lady. I am a first lady for the times. Glory to God. Daniel spoke about the dispensation of times. Hallelujah. And I am a first lady for the dispensation of times. To God be the glory for the things he has done. I'm giving God all the praise, all the glory, and I'm walking in and taking the authority that God has given me. Hallelujah. In being a first lady in 2017. Therefore, we walk, therefore, again, by faith and not by sight. Hallelujah. The measurement of faith that God has given us, to God be the glory. We obtain the things that God has given us according to the measurement of faith that we have in the word that God has spoken to us. He is such a faithful God. He is such a loving and a caring God. Glory to God. Right now, I'm going to go in prayer. And I ask you all that pray and can get a prayer through, glory to God, to be to go in prayer with me. Go in prayer and ask God to have his way. Let it be none of Sister Danielle and all of God. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I come to you in praise and thanksgiving. And I thank you, Lord, for yet another day. God, I thank you, Lord, for waking us up and starting us on our way. Now, God, I ask you to have your way, God, in my life, Lord. God, none of me, Lord God, and all of you, God. Lord, I decrease, God, that you may increase, Father God, in my life, God. Lord, cause me, God, to speak those things, God, that will edify, God, cleanse, renew, build up, Lord, Father God. If there are things, God, that need to be torn down, God, that I speak that as well, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord. You have not given me the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind in the name of Jesus. I cast out everything that's not like you. Satan, the blood of Jesus is against you. You are trespassing. You have no lot and no matter in this part. 
heart. God, have your way in my life today, Lord Father God, that I speak under the anointing of the Holy Ghost, God, not Sister Danielle, Lord, not my uh, worldly wisdom, God, or my worldly knowledge, God, but let the Holy Ghost flow through me, Lord Father God, and I may speak a word, God, to someone that's listening now or that may be listening in the near future, God, a word, God, that will destroy the yokes, God, a word, Lord God, that will bring peace, Lord God, and healing, Lord Father God, to the brokenhearted, God, in the name of Jesus, God, I thank you, I thank you, I thank you, I thank you for how you've created Sister Danielle Yvette, have your way in my life, God, I pray, Father God, for everyone under the sound of my voice, Lord, blessings, 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 God, strength, God, hallelujah, Lord God, deliverance, God, hallelujah, newness of life in Jesus' name, glory to God. Now, Lord, Father God, have your way in my life, God. I pray, Father God, for the musicians, Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Thank you, Jesus. I pray right now for Fred Hammond, God. And I ask you, Lord God, to continue to bless his musical ministry, God. I pray, Lord Father God, for the Potter's House, God, Bishop T.D. Jakes and First Lady Sarita, God. I pray, Lord Father God, for glory to God, Refuge Temple, Lord God, and Bishop Wendell Archie, Lord Father God, and the sister churches, God. I pray, Lord Father God, for all in the body of Christ, God, Pastor Wilson, Lord, Father God, and First Lady Danielle, God, bless, Lord God, the ministries, Lord God, that you have put together, God, bless God, bless, Lord, bless God, that they bring deliverance, God, cause us, Lord God, to speak about being born again, God, receiving the Holy Ghost, Lord, Father God, with the evidence of speaking in tongues, God, the word said, Father God, when you come back, God, that you're coming back for your spirit, a church without spot, wrinkle, or blemish, in the name of Jesus, God. God, cause us, Lord God, to minister your word, God, in name, in the name of Jesus, God, not fearing, Lord, Father God, who will be with us or who will not be with us, God, hallelujah, for you said, God, that you would be with us, Lord, Father God, even in the floods, God, and in the fire, Lord God, that you would be with us, Lord, don't let God, your ministers, Lord, Father God, don't let us, God, be afraid, Lord, Father God, to minister your word, God, because people may not like us, God, because people may throw stones in us, God, because people may be whispering, God, and backbiting on us, Lord, Father God, cause us to know, Lord, Father God, Jesus, you said for us to be encouraged and to be strengthened, because before they hated us, they hated Jesus, know that we're in good company, glory to God, when we minister your word, glory, 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 that's a word for somebody, hallelujah, to be encouraged and to be strengthened, hallelujah, the world hates us because we are not of the world. And Jesus said, be strengthened and be encouraged, for they hated him before they hated us, because we are ministers of Christ. Therefore, dust it off, shake it off, shake it off, shake it off, shake it off, and let the glory of God rest upon our lives, and the power of God in the name of Jesus. God, in all of you. Pray this prayer in Jesus' name, and I thank you, Lord. I thank you, God. Bless those that bless us, God. Hallelujah. And fight against those that fight against us. In the name of Jesus, Father God, you said vengeance is yours, that we need not fight in this battle. And I just praise and I appreciate you for it, God. I thank you right now in Jesus' name. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The calling number is 646-378-1111. 646-378-1111. 
646-649-1068. The call-in number is 646-649-1068. I am not doing this for popularity. I am not doing this, glory to God, teaching on Blog Talk Radio. Shout out to Blog Talk Radio. I am not doing this for Sister Danielle. I am not teaching this word that that I get like a conglomerate of phone calls where you guys can't get through because the line is busy. Yes, that will happen in due time, but this is not why I'm doing this. I am not doing this for Danielle. I am doing this for the Lord. Glory to God. And if no one calls, thank you, Jesus, but you all are listening and you're receiving something from God, wisdom, revelation, knowledge, understanding, healing, glory to God, blessings, then it's all good. It's all good because it's all God. It's not Sister Danielle. Therefore, you know, my husband, who would ask, he says, has anyone called in? And I had a couple of calls, one from the United Kingdom and one from Michigan, and I had a guy call from New York. Glory to God, this year I had a, go- a guy call in uh, on one of my shows that I had a guest speaker on, and he was being threatened to get put out, and God gave me a, a word of revelation knowledge to him, a prophecy that that would not happen. I spoke to him uh, a few um, that week or later in the week, and I was sure that he did not get put out. But, you know, so people are calling in. That's not why I'm doing the good news of the glorious gospel. I teach the good news of the glorious gospel that you all may be saved and delivered and set free and cleansed and know the understanding that God has for you according to the word that God gives me. So it's not about Danielle. It's about you, listening audience. It's about you, saints, and what God has and wants for you. It is not about me. Thank you, Jesus. Therefore, it's all good because I'm doing what God is calling me to do. I am not doing what Danielle is wanting to do. I was asking my husband, um, Earlier this year, I'm like, we got to get on the radio. We got to get on the radio. You know, it was either this year or last year. I just felt the urgency in my spirit that all in the body of Christ that we needed to be on the radio. And I'm like, and you know, men of God, they're like, let's wait, let's wait. I got to pray like 50,000 prayers. <laughs> I got to wait. You know, I'm, I'm exaggerating, but um, I know men are men. Um, of faith and their men that wait on God, and that is an absolute good thing to have and to do. And as I was sharing with my husband, with all tenacity and all energy, we got to get on. And I wasn't like badgering him. That's not what it was. But when I was saying that, God spoke. And I, it was like he was on the throne. I felt his authority. He said, you do it, talking to me. And I've been doing it ever since. And I'm doing the good news of the glorious gospel because God told me to do it, not for me so much, listening audience, but for you and what God has for you through me. So I am a willing vessel. I am a steward of the Lord to allow God to use me and to minister through me. I'm not doing this to be favored of anybody um, either way, to be liked or unliked. you know, if you don't like it, take it to God. If you do like it, then glorify God. He's a good God. He's the one that does all things in our life. He's the one that's created us and not we ourselves. Okay. Um, 
Let's uh, go to a song. I always like going to a song. I love gospel music, I tell you. I play gospel music here in my home um, or in my home, and um, sometimes Pastor Wilson is like, Danielle, turn that music down. I love praising and worshiping God. He's such a good God. Um, Let's listen to Brian C. Wilson. He's already here. And I'll be right back with the good news of the glorious gospel. I've got some good teaching for you, some good word from the word of God. This is First Lady Evangelist, teacher, pastor, student of the word of God, Danielle Wilson, with the good news of the glorious gospel. This is Brian C. Wilson. He's already here. You met me deep in my despair to show me you would never leave me there. You claim me because I was made for so much more. I am your child and I'm worth fighting for. Oh, heavy with the weight of my mistakes, you carried me. And refuse to let me sink under the pressure you meant for me to soar. I am your child, and I'm worth fighting for. Eyes haven't seen, ears haven't heard all you have planned for me, and nothing can separate me from your love. And so much more Still worth fighting for Now I'm moving By faith and not by sight Towards victory By the power of your might You're straightening out my path Don't every door I am your child And I'm worth fighting for
fighting for. Let me say that again. There is so much more yet worth fighting for. That's what I was speaking with you all just a few moments ago about faith and not by sight, but the things that God has spoken our spirits, the things that the visions and, and, and the dreams that God has shown his people. Hallelujah. There is yet so much more worth fighting for. Glory to God. Our ministry is worth fighting for. Hallelujah. For those of you, glory to God, are in Christ and married and contemplating on doing something that is not godly against your spouse, no. Be faithful to your spouse, hallelujah, and your children. It's worth fighting for. Your marriage is worth fighting for. Um, Been married to Pastor Wilson for nine years, and it's worth fighting for. God, what God has put together, let no man put asunder in Jesus' name. God already knows, hallelujah. Brian Wilson said that uh, God came to him uh, when he was like dark in the deepest dark. But God did not mean for him to stay there. And God knew that he was going to soar. Hallelujah. And come out of that. And we are saying there's times when we get in deep, dark, excuse me, excuse me, areas in our life, either because deep, dark, evil people, the devil or ourselves get us in places that God does not want us to be. However, God is a faithful, stronger than and he will get us out of those places if you want to come out. Now, if you don't want to come out and you like being there, then God's going to keep you there. And you will not. I don't, I don't know. Let me, let me think. Um, yeah, I guess because Saul, you know, he wasn't really a good um, man of God. And God used him. So God can use anybody he wants to. This is not my lesson. I'm just kind of, you know, on the song, speaking on the song, um, and how with Brian Wilson, how he was in, in a very dark place, and um, God did not mean for him to stay there, but God meant for him to soar right where he was at, and I'm reminded of scriptures, or not scriptures, but ministers, it's ever you find your place, wherever you find yourself at, to blossom and bloom where you are. Glory to God, where God has brought you to, where God has put you, where God has planted you, um, whatever's happening in your life. God wants us to grow right there in what we're in. So when we go to the higher place or the better place, we'll know, you know, what we suffered and what it took for us to get there and how valuable that higher place will be because of all the suffering and all the dark places and all the darkness and, you know, all the hell, if I could say that, I'm a 2017 first lady, all the hell that we had to go through to get to that higher calling, we will value that higher calling from God. We will value that higher place from God because of what we went through. There was a on a couple of my other uh, shows, I spoke about a flower, excuse me, a flower uh, blossoming blossoming, and blooming, thank you, uh, Jesus, through uh, what they have to come through to blossom and bloom. And what God, the vision God gave me was the, um, oh, the debt, was it, oh, goodness, 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 sunflower, the sunflower. And a sunflower, oh, my God, and I'm going to call her her. I'm going to call a sunflower sheep. When she comes up out of the ground, big, beautiful yellow leaves with a big old beautiful uh, black center. Oh, my gosh, those sunflowers are big and beautiful. But before they come up to a public eye, to the big, beautiful beauty that they were created to be, 
they had to come through a hard ground, glory to God, and uh, people tramping over the ground and everything and stuff, glory to God, over the seed, hallelujah, and it's still, you know, it's still hung in there, still, you know, going to come forth, glory to God, and then, you know, as it was springing forth and breaking through that hard ground, hallelujah, here comes the elements of the weather, okay, here comes the enemy, here comes people, glory to God, here comes circumstances, here comes life, here comes, you know, systems and things that are going on and the weather like hell and, and rain and, and uh, hurricanes and, and storms, glory to God, and the sun being hotter. Hallelujah. Here in Texas, the sun gets to be like, what, uh, the heat, excuse me, or the sun gets to be, what, 100, and, 100 101. It's hot in Texas, glory to God. So all that that sunflower has to go through to become that beautiful flower that God created with that little bitty seed. I'm going to call her a her. I don't, you know, I'm going to just say she because that's who I am. I'm a she. <laughs> she comes through um, many trials and tribulations. That's the vision God gave me on a few shows ago about us blossoming right where we are and how that sunflower comes through so much uh, uh, toil and tragedy and, and, and hardness and uh, just, you know, some stuff, persecution and, and, and hardness that they have to go through, that their flower has to go through to come out to be as beautiful, beautiful and glorious for the public to see. And God showed me that for his people, for his saints, be they a male and or female. We go through hard times. We go through difficult times. We go through... Um, trial and tribulation and persecution. And if I could even use this word, sometimes the saints go through pure D-H-E-L-L, hell, hallelujah, from the devil and evil people to get to the place that God has preordained for us to be. But just like that sunflower, it does not die in those hard places. It does not die, glory to God, in that hell and high water. It keeps persevering. And thanks be to God that we have a God that helps us keep persevering. We have a God that helps us keep uh, coming up, you know, through that hard ground and and through that sun that's 100 degrees, glory to God, and through um, the, the storms and, and the hail, hallelujah, and the winds, glory to God, that blows in our lives sometimes. You know, there's a song that says, though the storm keeps on raging in my life, my soul has been anchored in the Lord, glory to God. The roots, hallelujah, of that sunflower has been anchored, glory to God, down in that ground, those roots have grabbed a hold. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And as the roots have gra- grabbed a hold in the ground, it steady grows up and out through that hard ground and hardship and becomes that beautiful uh, flower that God had created it to be for the public to enjoy. And that's there again how the saints what God has for those who he has called and chosen. And I just thank God for that. You know what? And as I speak that, I see that for myself. I think Sister Danielle, First Lady Danielle, is being that um, that sunflower that has gone through and is going through, you know, a hard ground, a hard place. Glory to God. And I'm coming out. I'm peeping out of that ground. And as I'm coming out of that ground, glory to God, there's hell and high water. Glory to God. There's winds and storms. Hallelujah. There's evil people throwing rocks and boulders. That's the, that's the hell. The hell and the weather is me, uh, uh, men and women evil people throwing rocks and boulders trying to block and keep 
me from what God is calling me to be. I know I'm not in this by myself. I know there are other saints out there. I know this word is for someone else out there, glory to God. But as God gave me that vision of that uh, sunflower, he, he gave me that vision of that sunflower as myself. And now that I'm peeping through uh, that hard ground that I had to come through, uh, now I'm enduring and persevering the weather. Hallelujah. And the weather, there again, is the winds. Hallelujah. Of life. Um, one day my washer went out. The other day my dryer went out. Good God Almighty. Do we have money saved up like a thousand and something dollars for a washer and dryer? No, we did not. <laughs> We're like, you know, everyday people that, um, we pay our tithes and, you know, work and things like that, and God blesses us financially. So, no, we at this time did not save for a washer and dryer. So that's the winds blowing in my life, okay? No washer, no dryer. Have to go to the wash interior. Don't mind a bit. I found a really nice wash interior. Okay, I'm going to flip the script right now. I found a really nice wash and dryer in Cedar Hill. It is so clean, and my clothes get so clean. The whites get white. And my darks, my colors, are they come out colorful. We had used another laundromat in the city of Lancaster. And I tell you, I just, it, I was really upset because my whites were not white and my colors were not color. And I paid good money, right? When you go to wash and dryer, it's like, what, $1.75, $2, $3.75, $4, $5. Some washers are $5 to wash clothes. That's, that's some, you know, precious money. That's some hard-earned money. That's some good money that you would waste if your whites are not white. So I was not pleased with that laundromat. <clears throat> and I said, okay, I'm going to try this other one in Cedar Hill, Texas. Shout out. As a matter of fact, I told the lady that's running the um, the wash interior that I would give them a shout out. And it's uh, Kiwick or Quick Wash Interior in Cedar Hill. Shout out to Quick Wash Interior in Cedar Hill. If any of you out there are in the Dallas-Fort Worth area or in the Dallas, Lancaster, Cedar Hill, DeSoto area, Wasahatchee, Red Oak, and you need to go to a good washer, uh, wash interior, Cedar Hill, uh, a quick wash interior, Cedar Hill on Beltline, if I'm not mistaken, it's 333 Beltline. Awesome, awesome uh, wash interior. Your whites will get white and your colors will be color. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. So here comes the wind blowing in my life. Hallelujah. Wash and dryer go out. Okay. And then the hail, people throwing stone, uh, stones and trying to block and, and, and distract. Glory to God. And glory to God. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke that and calling a confused, causing confusion. Hallelujah. But you know what? Just like that uh, sunflower endured all of that, thank you, Jesus. We as well, as saints of God, first lady, evangelist, teacher, student of the word of God, Danielle Wilson, pastor, thus saith the Lord, shall, will endure uh, as I come up through the hard ground to be that beautiful sunflower for all uh, to enjoy in teaching and preaching the word of God. That is my destiny, rather, uh, and you know what, the enemy usually doesn't like what God gives to his people, so I'm not even going to speak on his behalf, but if there's any, any other, if there's any person that doesn't like what God is doing in your life, saints, uh, you know, just pray for that person and, and, and share with that person to take it to God. If they're really not uh, in tune with what God is doing in your life, then you just, you know, pray for them and, and you know, have them take it to God. Thank you, Jesus. 
because it is God that does this and not we ourselves. Hallelujah. Okay. Let's see here. Let's get into the word of God. There's one. The call-in number is 646-649-1068. 646-649-1068. I am not discouraged. I am not dismayed. I am not depressed. I'm encouraged in the Lord. This is an honor to teach the word of God on Blog Talk Radio. Okay. Um, let's see. Let's talk about... Um, I've got some scriptures that I want to read to you, and then we're going to talk about, uh, let me just go through some scriptures that I believe will bless your soul, encourage you, renew you, and strengthen you in God. Luke 18 and 1, because that's where our strength is. Our strength is in God. Our strength is not in ourselves. It's not by might nor by power, says the Spirit say the word, but it's by God's spirit. Our power, uh, our, our overcoming and our enduring is in Jesus Christ. It is not in ourselves. We can do nothing of our own, but with Christ, we can do all things. Hallelujah. And I'm going to persevere and endure it. I'm going to go through and come out on the other side. You know, I hear when we came up, when I came up, we would hear about going through. Everybody was going through, and I heard that on the radio the other day about going through. And what I heard was, uh, oh, I'm going through. But what God gave me, <clears throat> excuse me, the revelation knowledge God gave me as far as going through was going through, okay? When we go through the valley, we don't, <clears throat> we don't get stuck in the middle of the valley. We go through it from point A to point B. We go through the valley and come out on the other side as pure gold. Glory to God. So, yes, we go through, but we don't go through like, oh, I'm, I'm going through. Oh, it's so, okay, my washer and dryer went out, so I'm going through. But did I get stuck? No. I went on through, came out on the other side, went to Cedar Hill, and washed my clothes at their washer and dryer. That's what going through means. Going through means going through it and coming out with the victory. Glory to God. I didn't go in my bedroom and start crying and, oh, what am I going to do? I don't have a washer and dryer. Oh, I'm so above going to the washer interior. Oh, my God. I would have got stuck so deep and so hard in something, in a muck, in a mire, if I had not have just gone on through it. Okay, don't have a washer and dryer. What's the next best thing? Go to the washer interior and wash it. Therefore, whatever you are going through, Whatever is facing your life now, saints, whatever you are suffering now, first of all, God is allowing it for your highest good. And then second of all, go through it, okay? Get what God has for you out of it. God doesn't have us go through things for naught, just for us to go through it, because he's not a hard taskmaster like that. He's not... A God that, you know, will have us make a brick out of straw and things of that nature. But he is a, he's a sovereign God. He's a, a loving and a holy God. He's a forgiving God. He's a gentle, gentle God. So when he puts things upon us, he puts things upon us for us to grow, for us to change, for us to mature, 
Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Sometimes for us to humble ourselves, hallelujah, and for those who may have had low self-esteem, for us to build confidence and courage, you know, so God has us going through things for a reason, and the, and the key word is go through, okay, like when that door opens, you go through the door, you don't get stuck at the door when the door opens. You don't just stay right there. You go through the door. Okay, so when a hardness comes upon your life, you go through that hardness through prayer and supplication with thanksgiving because this is the will of God concerning you, asking God, Lord, what am I to get out of this? Lord, what are you doing in my life, God? Lord, show me, create in me, God, what, what you're wanting to create in me. God, take out of me, God, whatever it is that you want out of me. By me going through this, God, I praise you in it, Lord, for I know that it all works together for my good. In Jesus' name, Jeremiah 29 and 11, God said, he knows the thoughts that he thinks toward you, uh, toward us. He gave me that scripture. Thoughts of good and not of evil. Therefore, when God brings things in our life, his thoughts, he, he's thought about it. Thoughts of good and not of evil. It is going to absolutely benefit us. No, it doesn't feel like it all the time. No, it doesn't look like it all the time. No, it doesn't even seem like it. It's like, God, how are you going to get good out of this, God? How am I going to grow out of this, God? How am I going to be blessed out of this, God? How am I going to bless people out of this, God? How are you going to get blessed and get the glory out of this? But by and by, hallelujah, as you keep putting one step in front of the other, keep trusting God, keep looking for God in the situation, keep praying and talking to God about it. By and by, little by little, God will start showing you the pieces of the puzzle. Glory to God. And why he's allowing that thing in your life for you to go through, hallelujah, to put you in a better place, to put you in the place that God has preordained for you to be in, to put you in the place of your destiny that God has called you to. Glory to God. Don't get discouraged. Don't get dismayed. Hallelujah. Keep going through it. Keep praying. Keep trusting God. Keep holding on to the everlasting arm of God. He will never let you go. And Isaiah, he said, I will be with thee through the uh, fires and the flood. Glory to God. And the rain, uh, the rain and the fire. He said, I will be with thee. Hallelujah. Be not dismayed or discouraged, saints. Go through the trial, okay? Go through the persecution. Take the word with you as you go through. That's another way we go through. We go through with the word. We're holding on to the word as we're going through. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We got people persecuting us. We got people hating on us. We got people trying to curse us. Glory to God. You take that word that says, but I say unto you, we got our enemies, but I say unto you as we're going through, glory to God, some trials, tests, and tribulations, we take that word with it that says, love your enemies. We take that word with us as we're going through. Bless them that curse you. We take that word as we're going through. Do good to them that hate you. We take that word as we're going through. Pray for them which despitefully use you. We take that word as we're going through and persecute you. Glory to God. It says pray for them which despitefully use and persecute you. We take that word as we're going through that trial. Whatever trial has come upon your life, Find the word in the scripture. Find the word in the Bible. 
take that word with you as you're going through. And I'm telling you, glory to God, you'll come forth as pure gold. You'll shine, hallelujah, before the people. You'll be giving God the glory, glory to God, hallelujah. And you will become the wiser. You will become the stronger. You will become the more mature, glory to God, as we take the word of God as we go through. Hallelujah. Be careful, though, how you allow someone to build upon your foundation. Make sure that it is a sure foundation, and you be careful how you allow people to build upon your foundation for false teachers. Glory to God has come into our midst. You got to have an ear to hear. Glory to God and a heart to receive. You've got to have the Holy Ghost to be able to discern good and evil. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. He's a good God. Hallelujah. He will never forsake us. He will never leave us. Jesus said, I'll be with you until the ends of the world. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Glory to God. Saints, women and men of God, take the word with you as we go through. And I'm assured you, we will come forth as to gold. I love the way God blesses me. I absolutely do. I tell you, I just do. I have joy, hallelujah, no matter what's going on. I'm going to just share with you, kind of, sort of, and I, I, I held it from Pastor Wilson for as long as I could because I didn't want him worrying about it. And I kind of take um, not pride and arrogancy, but care that I really, I don't really want my husband to go through because of something I've done or said or anything like that. I don't want to create trouble for him. I don't want to create problems for him. Not in my heart. I absolutely do not, you know, want to be the one that creates problems for him or trouble. Um, And I had gotten myself into a little financial struggle a little financial challenge, glory to God, hallelujah. Well, that's not glory to God, that's not good. <laughs> and um, I said, okay, I'm not going to share it with my husband because I know he's going to worry about it because that's what men do who are the heads of their house. You know, when money is involved and it's not uh, there like it needs to be or things of that nature, you all know about that. I'm not saying anything that, that's not uh, new. I'm not saying anything new. You all know all about that. Um but I waited until like the very last minute, which is what I planned on doing, and sharing with my husband that my bank account had a negative um, status, which I never do, saints, listening audience. I do not purposely, intentionally ever allow our accounts, my husband's account or my account, Get into an NSF status. Never. That is not good. That is never good because what's going to happen, you're going to pay them free money, the bank. They're going to charge NSF fees from $25 to $34 on your account, free money, $34. That's somebody's cell phone payment. Excuse me. That's somebody's gas for a whole week that you're giving the bank just free money. I don't do that. Oh my gosh, I do not get into NSF uh, fees or NSF status on my account. However, I think it was October. October I did, and I'm not going to give you the dollar amount. You don't need to know all that. That's just too much information for you. Just know that it was in a negative amount. 
Glory to God. And as it, well, that's not glory to God there again, but as it was in a negative uh, uh, status, I was still praising God. I was still thanking God. I was not worrying about it. You know, I was appreciating God every day, going to church on the church days and, you know, about my house like I need to be, about God's business, glory to God, about my husband and I's business. Thank you, Jesus. I wasn't worried. I wasn't fretting. Now, I was not in, um, what's the word called? I wasn't in denial that it wasn't there. That's not, you know, I wasn't in Bolivia somewhere like it wasn't happening. I knew what was going on, but I just wasn't going to worry. And I just thank God for how he's created me, the faith that God has put into my heart. Glory to God through all of these years of serving him and him holding on to me and God proving himself to me. Time and time and time again, he's always been there for me. When no one else was there for me, when my so-called friends, they were in position, they had like um, assistant pastor wives positions and the titles, you know, but not really in their heart, saints and Christians like Christ, Christ-like uh, people of God, turned their back on me, glory to God, God yet held on to me. He held on to me. He did not let me go. And that's why I serve God the way I do. That's why I praise God the way I do. That's why I'm passionate and fervent about the word of God and teaching God's word the way I do and loving God the way I do. No matter what comes in my life, no matter what goes in my life, I know God is with me and God is not going to allow anything to go that he has given me. He's not going to allow the enemy to come and take anything, the destroyer or the waster. He rebukes that destroyer because I am a tithe payer. So nothing that God has given me will be taken from me in Jesus' name. Glory to God. Okay, let's get into scripture. Uh, okay, let's keep going. Um, I'm going to say, I was going to say, I don't know how I got over there, um, but I did, and I prayed that it helped someone. Luke 18 and 1. The woman going to the unjust judge for him to avenge her of her adversary. At first, he would not. And then he thought within himself and said, Unless I do this thing, this woman will continue to come and weary me. She did not give up nor faint in her heart with the unjust judge. Glory to God. And that sounds just like something that I just said. I did not faint in my heart, but I have faith in God. Glory to God. You know, when people turned their back on me, I didn't faint in my heart. I kept holding on to God when tragedy hit my family. Hallelujah. King James Version. And he spoke a parable unto them to this end, that man ought always to pray and not to faint. Hallelujah. There's a scripture that says when, um, when, when trouble comes upon us and you faint, your strength is small. Hallelujah. We're all going to have trouble. We're all going to have tribulations. We're all going to have things that come into our lives. But if you faint in a time of trouble, uh, then your strength is small. And what strength is that in God? That's not strength in ourselves because of ourselves, we can't do anything. It's not by might. It's not by power, but it's by God's spirit. Glory to God. So when trouble comes our way, when my bank account was in itself, hallelujah, I did not faint. I kept my faith and, and, and my joy in Jesus, in God. And I tell you, thanks, glory to God. If he did not come through, oh, my God, God has given my husband such wisdom that uh, God has told me 
many years ago, the wisdom that God has given my husband and that my husband has, and um, I had a car accident back in um, July, I guess it was about July, and uh, Pastor knew, uh, he, God has had him around lawyers and doctors and things, and he knew the legal ramifications of uh, what could be done in getting a portion of your settlement earlier. I had no earthly, I, look, I didn't seen the commercial on television. How's it go? It's my money, and I want it now. People be hollering out the window. It's a commercial, glory to God. And they're advertising a lawyer's business that they can get your sell- portion of your settlement before your settlement closes. Well, pastor was sharing it with me. Um, God gave, brought it back to him. The Holy Ghost brought it back to him. Of a surety, we called and went through the steps, and lo and behold, not many days hence, a check in a, um, what are those envelopes? It was, I think it was a UPS envelope. Uh, overnight they sent it. And Pastor didn't tell me anything about it. It was sitting on our chair in the living room. And I was going about the house cleaning up, or, you know, I don't piddle. I don't piddle around the house. I don't t- have time to be piddling around the house. I either be cleaning up, vacuuming, or, you know, doing something for the Lord. And I saw it on the chair. And at first I didn't, I said, oh, okay. I picked it up and saw my name. And, and I didn't think anything of it because I know I didn't like, um, what's the word? I didn't, uh, oh, shoot. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Satan, the blood of Jesus is against me. I didn't order anything for it to come in the mail. So I saw it, saw my name, put it down, and went on. And it came to mind. It's the check, you know, uh, from the settlement, the portion of the check. Lord have mercy, Jesus. And, and what they told me, listening audience and saints, that if they do it, a check overnight, that it would take almost $100 from the check. Do you all know that they only took $20? Yes, they only took $20 out of that check when they did it overnight. Because they caught, we, we talked over the phone, and I'm like, no, I don't want it to be sent overnight because you guys are going to take, you know, close to $100 from it. And no, that would be not not good because we needed all the money that we had applied for on the settlement and it would take so we were going to do like the seven to ten business days put in the mail i got a call on my voicemail and they said well the mail is gone al is too late you know we didn't know if you wanted to have it overnight or not give us a call i got the call late sure enough they sent and we had talked and i saw on their website that if they send it overnight it's like 97 dollars almost a hundred dollars um and I'm like, no, uh-uh, we don't need that. We need that $97. We need everything that, you know, of the settlement. When we got the check, it was only $20, saints, that they had taken out of that check. I tell you, I did not worry when my account was in that status whatsoever. God, according to the measurement of faith, that God has given you, believe, and it shall come to pass. We don't have to worry about anything. All we have to do is have faith in God. That was a, a pastor minister years ago that used to say that, and I don't remember his name. He's passed on to glory now, but I remember he would say all the time, you don't have to worry. All you need is faith in God. Glory to God. And I appreciate God for that so much. Therefore, 
when you see me praising God or, you know, for those of you that may see me out and, and may know of the show, the good news of the glorious gospel and first lady, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Danielle Wilson, and you may know me and see me out. And I don't, I'm not unseemly, so I won't be praising God like shouting or anything unseemly, but uh, I truly give God the glory and all the honor for what he's doing and has done and will be doing in my life. He is such a good God. Hallelujah. All we have to do is believe in him. He's our father God. He said, if you ask for a fish, will I give you a rock? Or if you ask for bread, okay, if you ask, okay, let me get it. Thank you, Jesus. And I need you all to be praying with me from the accident. I'm suffering from pain now in my right shoulder. Um, I'm going to my doctor for a, a uh, for him to take a look at it for a fish. So be in prayer with me because it does hurt excruciatingly. But God is a good God. He knows how to bless his people. All we have to do is trust him. All you have to do is according to the measurement of faith that is in you, glory to God, that he has put in you, those of us that are born again, filled with the Holy Ghost, with the evidence of speaking in tongues. Okay, let's see. I like, uh, okay, it's Luke 11. So let's go to Luke. Luke 11, King James Version. Excuse me, I have a bit of allergies going on, uh, weather here in the Dallas-Fort Worth, Texas area in the Big D. Okay, Luke 11, and it starts with, okay, okay, let's go to verse 1. And it came to pass that he was praying in a certain place. When he ceased, one of his disciples said unto him, Lord, Teach us to pray as John also taught his disciples. And he said unto them, When ye pray, say, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in heaven as it is in earth. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone that is indebted. This is King James Version to us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Make sure I have the right one. Okay. Um, And forgive us of our sins, but we also forgive everyone that is indebted to us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And he said unto them, which of you shall have a friend and shall go unto him at midnight and say unto him, friend, lend me three loaves for a friend of mine. In his journey is come to me, and I have no thing to set before him. And he from within shall answer and say, Trouble me not, the door is now shut, and my children are with me in bed. I cannot rise and give thee. I say unto you, though he will not rise and give him, because he is his friend, Yet because of his importunity, he will rise and give him as many as he needed. That's also what I was saying about the woman, glory to God, in Luke 18. This is Luke 11. Luke 18, because of her um, continually knocking, the judge opened the door, the unjust judge opened the door, excuse me, because of her continually knocking. And there, you know, is a, um, here in Luke 11 says um, that the friend went and asked, uh, to loan the uh, 
excuse me, <laughs> and said unto them, which of you shall have a friend and shall go unto him at midnight and say unto him, friend, lend me three loaves. For a friend of mine in his journey has come to me, and I have no, and he from within shall answer and say, trouble me not. The door is now shut, and my children are with me in bed. I cannot rise and give thee. And I say unto you, though he will not rise and give him, because he is his friend, yet because of his infertility, because he kept knocking, he will rise and give him as many as he needed. And I say unto you, ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For every one that asketh, receiveth, and he that seeketh, findeth, and to him that knocketh, it shall be opened. Now listen to this, okay? If a son shall ask bread of any of you that is a father, will he give him a stone? Or if he ask a fish, will he give or if he ask a fish, will he will he for a fish give him a serpent? Or if he asks for an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? If he, natural fathers, then being evil, know how to give good gifts unto their children, how much more shall our Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him? And and he was casting out a devil, and it was dumb, and it came to pass. When the devil was gone out, the dumb spake, and the people wondered. But some of them said, okay, so that's calling Jesus Beelzebub. Therefore, if if a natural father can give good gifts, then we know when we go to our Heavenly Father and ask our Heavenly Father of anything that we need, we know that he hears us if, as long as we ask of his will and we will get what we ask of him. We will knock, the door will be opened. We will seek and we will find. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory, glory. Well, I, see. I say unto you, ask and it shall be given. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door will be open. Okay. Psalms five says, um, excuse me. Give ear to my words, O Lord. Consider my meditation. Hearken unto the voice of my cry, my King and my God. For unto thee will I pray. My voice shalt thou hear in the morning, O Lord. In the morning will I direct my prayer unto thee, and I will look up, for thou art not a God that hath pleasure in wickedness, neither shall evil dwell with thee. The foolish shall not stand, God, in thy sight. Thou hatest all workers of iniquity. Thou shalt destroy them that the Lord will accord the bloody and deceitful man. But as for me, I will come into thine house in the multitude of thy mercy. And in thy fear will I worship toward thy holy temple. Lead me, O Lord, in thy righteousness because of my enemies. Make thy way straight. Make my make thy way straight. Okay. Make thy way, Lord, straight before my face. For there is no faithfulness in their mouth. Their inward part is very wickedness. Their throat is an open sculpture. I'm going to say that again. Their inward part is very wickedness. Their throat is an open sculpture. They flatter with their tongue. Destroy thou them, O God. Let them fall by their own counsel. Cast them out 
in the multitude of their transgression. For they have rebelled against thee, Lord, but let let all those that put their trust in thee rejoice. Let them ever shout for joy, because thou defendest them. Hallelujah, because thou defendest them. That includes Sister Danielle. I'm including myself in that. Hallelujah. Thou defendest Sister Danielle in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Let them also that love thy name be joyful in thee. For thou, Lord, will bless the righteous. Will favor, with favor, will thou compass him as with a shield. And when David was talking about him, he was talking about mankind. He was talking about him and her, glory to God, male and female. Okay? This is a wonderful, wonderful uh, scripture. And I know we're under grace now. But Jesus said that he did not come to do away with the law and that we eat uh, the whole scripture, that we eat, you know, the whole road, glory to God, from Genesis to Revelation, glory to God. Uh, the entire Bible is for our learning and living. Philippians 4, 6 through 7, be careful for no thing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Okay? Therefore, thanks for God, like I was saying earlier. Now, I am not going to tell you how much my account was in itself, so I'm not going to do it soon and very soon. I will be before you live and in color. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. But until then, we will hear each other. You will hear me. Uh, over the airwaves, and let me just make sure that no one is called in, and I missed your call. Thank, thank you, Jesus. Six four six six four nine one zero six eight. Glory to God. God is just so good. Oh my gosh. Um, be careful for no thing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God, and the peace of God which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. As I would divulge, <laughs> share with you all how much my account was in itself, you would like, what? And you get this, this scripture that has the peace that passes all understanding is what Sister Danielle was living under. I was, this scripture was like, just right, just covering me. Glory to God. Was just covering me. Hallelujah. I was anxious for no thing. I was careful for nothing. Hallelujah. I prayed, and God knew about it. And then the bank that we bank at, and I'm going to give a shout out to Chase Bank, very good bank. We've been with them for years, and they've been very, very good to us. I'm not going to tell you where they're located. The devil is a lie. I'm not going to do that. Any Chase Bank that you want to go to in any state that you're in, know that you will be in good hands when you go to that Chase Bank, okay? Um but they've known Pastor and I for years, and I went in and talked to the bank manager and uh, bless her in Jesus' name. I'm not going to call her name out because people are so sinister now. You know, I can't trust nobody now, hardly. Glory to God. It ain't like it used to be. Thank you, Jesus. I, uh, um, and I went and talked to her about everything, and she said, well, let me see what I can do for you. And she went in and tried to make it happen, and she was like, "Miss Wilson, you know, let's give it a little bit more time and come back, and you know, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna reverse them as you qualify." 
God is so faithful. He is such a God that gives us favor both with him and mankind. Now, you know, if we hadn't been doing business with them and, you know, been a good couple coming in and we don't give them no trouble, glory to God, we go in and speak and we're joyful and happy and we be laughing, husband and I, with each other and we speak to everybody and they speak to us and when we sit down and talk to them we, uh, about our business, our banking business, we ask them about their family and their children, glory. you know, they just like us and we like them, glory to God. And because of that, I know God gave me favor with that uh, branch manager. And I've been knowing her for a while. She's been up there for a while, you know, and she's of a different, uh, of another culture. And, um, you know, I, God is just good. And, and so it means that no matter what culture a person is of, no matter what color a person is of, um, no matter what they got on, what they don't have on, love. It's always stronger. Love will take you into places, glory to God, that you will never have gotten into if you don't keep your heart and your spirit and your mind right. Keep your thoughts right, your words right. Treat people right. If we didn't go in there the many years we've been, you know, uh, okay, so we do our banking business. We we have we send our money there, and we have our money sit in there, and our money draws interest for the bank. Okay, that's fine. That's how the banks work for everybody. But if we go in there, and we're doing our banking business, and our money is in the bank, and we get bad attitudes, foul attitudes, we come in there grumpy all the time, and, you know, don't speak to anybody, or talk rough and gruff, and just ugly, just, you know, not. That bank manager, she would not have even tried to help me. She wouldn't even have went toward, she wouldn't even, her mind would not even went to the thought to help me, you know, if we had had bad ways. And that's why it's very important, saints, and those of you that are not saved, to keep your spirits right, to treat people right, treat everybody right. The Bible tells us as we go through, what it tells us? Love your enemies. For us to love our enemies. Now, she's not an enemy by no means. Glory to God. So if God tells us to love our enemies, he absolutely wants us to love our neighbor. And who is your neighbor? A person that's in need. Hallelujah. Your neighbor is not just somebody next door to you. God said the world will know who we are because we have love one for another. Thank you, Jesus. And we, when we go in that bank and we when we do our banking business, we show the love of Christ. Hallelujah. No, we're not perfect. But sometimes we're probably going in and, you know, like we've been in a battlefield where our spirits are right. Our heart is right. You know, our minds are right. We may not always look shiny like diamonds and things of that nature, but our heart is right and our mind is right. And we appreciate them for what they do. You know, they're at the bank. Thank you, Jesus. So be careful for no things, saints, but in everything, everything, every prayer, go and pray to God, and supplication with thanksgiving, thanking God that about to request that he's going to make it all right. Thanking with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God, okay? Not man. I didn't tell Pastor Wilson about it because I would have wrecked him. I already know. And I'm not trying to do that to my husband. I want my husband to be in peace and love and joy and clarity of mind to hear from God and to do the things of God. I don't want to be putting all kind of hardships on my husband. I don't want to be going to him and, you know, sweetheart, I want like a $400 pair of shoes. 
or, or, or now if you got that and you do that, I'm not coming against that, okay? That's not what I'm doing because God wants us to have the best, but it's the best in the place that you're in, okay? So if, if, if husband and wife, you all are listening, one spouse is listening, one of the other spouses are listening, if whatever financial place you're in, that's the place you request from your husband and or wife what you would like to have. If you are not in a place of, uh, who is that? Uh, what a birdie. Um, oh, goodness. It's a purse. Um, let's see. Mm. Oh, can't think of it right now. But if you're not in a place of, okay. God, wait, thank you. Say the blood of Jesus is against you. Get my thought back. Um, those red bottom shoes. Let me just say that. Those red bottom shoes, sisters. If you and your husband are not in a financial position for you to get them red-bottom shoes, shame on you to take that to him and ask him, honey, I want a pair of them red-bottom shoes. I need a pair of them red-bottom shoes before Sunday come. Glory to God, I've seen sister so-and-so in them red-bottom shoes, and they look good, and I know they'll look good on me. Shame on you putting all that stress and that stuff on your husband like that, knowing y'all not in no financial position to get no red-bottom shoes. You better go somewhere and get you them black-bottom shoes or them brown-bottom shoes, honey, and stretch yourself right on in the church and hear what God has to say to you. Thank you, Jesus. No, we're not to create, create havoc and trouble for our spouses in no way, shape, form, or fashion by things that we need or, or things that we want. Yes, we talk to one another about our needs. And, you know, yes, we want each other to, to look good. I want my husband to always look good. Pastor Wilson is a handsome-looking man, and he always wants me to look good. Sister Danielle is a beautiful woman. To God be the glory for the things he has done. But I know. I can't go to my husband and ask him right now for no red-bottom shoes. I don't even want no red-bottom shoes. I can't walk in no red-bottom shoes no more. I'm 57 years old. I'm three inches. That's me. I do three inches, and I can do it. Anything over three inches, I can't do it no more. I used to when I was younger, you know, 18, 19, 20 years old. Oh, I sure could. I never did do uh, stilettos. I think that's what they were called. I never did walk in stilettos. I used to model, but never in, you know, real, real high shoes. But three, three inches, that's it. Anything higher than three inches, they just going to have to go on past me. I don't care how beautiful they are. I don't care how cute they are. I don't care who's wearing them. And I absolutely will not put that stress on my husband. Therefore, we go to God and make our request known, and the peace of God, I had so much peace. Now, like I said, I, I wasn't in Bolivia, like I didn't know it was happening, like I didn't know what was going on. I knew it was there, and, uh, <clears throat> and I knew it was there. I wasn't worried, though, but I knew it was there. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, it kept my heart and mind through Christ Jesus. Because of the relationship that I have with Christ, because of the relationship that Christ Jesus has with me, because of the time that I went to Christ and, and, and cried and talked to God and told him all about whatever it was that I was going through or whatever it was that was coming against me or whoever it was that was messing with me, because of that relationship that I built with, with Jesus Christ, I had peace through Christ. Now, I didn't know how I was going to take care of it. Um. I kind of, well, okay, let me back up. Let me say this. I did know how my account would become back into a positive status 
And I also knew, knew through that that it would cause our income to be less and our bills not to be able to be paid like they needed to be paid. Excuse me. Because if I share with you all, how, and I'm not, but if I share with you all how much, it ain't funny, how much my, NS, my account was NSF, y'all will really probably call in and say, shame on you, first lady, because I don't do that. I, and it was a high number, too. It was, not, it was three digits. I'm going to tell you this. Let me tell you that. It was a three-digit number. It was, it was not good. It was not good. I did what I did for my house, though. I didn't do that to go get me some shoes. I didn't do that to go get me a dress to be the finest woman at church. I didn't do it for that. I did it for my home to help my husband as a helpmeet, and I did not worry. God blessed us, glory to God, because my heart was right. I did it to help my husband. I'm a helpmeet, and the Bible says, wives, helpmeet, that means that we are right standard side by side with our husband, okay? We're not above him. We're not beneath him, but we're right there equal, able to help him with the things that God has given him. That's what help meet means, okay? A help meet does not mean that you go out and do and buy and, you know, help meet. You help him meet the bills. You help him meet if there's food that needs to come into the house. You help him meet this gas that needs to be put in the car. We're help meets. We help him meet what God has given him. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. I thank God for my husband. And no, it's not always peaches and cream. And no, it's not always skipping through the tulip. But the things that we suffer causes us to come, become closer and understand and to know one another. And I thank God for that. I thank God for the trials and tribulations. I can actually rejoice in my trials and tribulations because what it did it created me, caused me to know Mr. Wilson. I absolutely know he is a fair man. That is something no one could ever take away from me. That is someone, something that no one could ever talk against Pastor Wilson and tell me that he is not a fair man. Because of what we've gone through and because of what we suffered and because of what he has done as a man and how he has proven himself as a man, as a person, because of the things that we've gone through, I know he's a fair man. But I wouldn't have known that if we hadn't gone through. Glory to God. So, you know, and therefore the Bible says how we rejoice, you know, in our trials and tribulations, for they work as patience and patience experience. I have experience with Pastor Wilson that he's a fair man and hope. And I hope, I, I can hope in him. I can put my hope in him that he's going to be fair and hope make it not a shame. And I know I'm not going to be made a shame knowing that he's a fair man. Now that's natural. Okay. And that goes the same for spiritual. Okay. Philippians 4 6 through 7. Therefore, let us be careful for no things, saints. But through prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let, our, let us make our requests be made known. I hear so often people say, take care, you know, take care, take care. And excuse me, I've got to drink water. Pardon me. And I've often asked, well, not often, but I asked my husband, I'm like, uh, Pastor Wilson, what does 
take care means. When people say take care, what does that mean? What are they saying? And um, I really don't remember what his response was, but he told me what it was. And to me, take care means, um, you know, like something is going on and, and be careful and, you know, be careful for, and, and I can understand that in today's world, you know, uh, be circ- walk circumspectly, what the Bible tells us, uh, be cir- to walk circumspectly, your surroundings, know what's going on, going on around you. Um, so be careful in that way. Take care in that way. You know, take care with the way you talk. Take care with the way you treat people. Take care that way. I, I, okay, okay, thank you, Jesus. It's coming. Um, glory to God. Take care, you know, in, in how you do business and take care in uh, how you treat people and uh, things of that nature. Not just people that you want things from, but take care with how you first meet people. Hallelujah. With, with your first encounter of people. Take care with that, you know, uh, uh, take care, uh, glory to God. I, I'm envisioning a package that has the word fragile, glory to God. And, and the word says uh, on the box, take care, take care of this box. Saints, this is what God is giving me. Not that we be careful for things, but that we take care, hallelujah, of our ministry. The Bible speaks about um, being uh, uh, walking worthy in the calling wherewith God has called us, being careful, worthy, careful, glory to God, taking care of a relationship, uh, taking care of the ministry that God is giving. Take care, hallelujah, of how you approach people. Take care of how you talk with people. Um, when when I would hear people say, uh, take care, you know, after they, after we, when we would get ready to hang up, I, I really didn't, uh, couldn't comprehend it. My mind would not wrap around that because I knew the scripture that said, be careful for no thing. So if the word is telling me to be careful for no thing, then why am I hearing people tell me? I mean, and this was coming often from different people, different areas. I was hearing people say, take care. And I asked my husband, and he gave me, um, the, you know, the knowledge that he had on it. But now that I speak with you, the Holy Ghost has given me revelation knowledge, and he showed me in a vision, which he does with me, in visions and dreams, a box. <sighs> a package that's coming through the mail. And on that box, on that package, it says, take care. Take care of this box. Take care of this package, Danielle. Take care how you speak to people, Danielle. Take care how you treat people. Take care how you handle people, Danielle. Glory to God, for your ministry and your destiny, saints, let us take care. You know, just because we're Christians and we're Christ-like, then, you know, we're absolutely supposed to be as Jesus. He said, learn of me, for I am meek and humble in heart and mind. He told us to take his yoke upon us, for his yoke is easy and his burdens are light. Therefore, and it was something that tried to rest itself upon me just the other day, me being a Christian, a spirit of, um, of, of like, 
not authority, because God tells us to walk in the authority that he has given us. But it was a spirit of not dominant. It wasn't dominant. I pray against the dominant spirit. I thank God for my femininity. But it was a spirit of um, better than, you know, or superior. That's what it was, because I was a Christian. The enemy was trying to place upon me a superior spirit, and I felt it. I felt it on me. I, I was walking in it, and I'm, and I didn't like it. It didn't feel right. It didn't fit. Glory to God. That's not Christ-like. That's not what Christ That's not taking care, glory to God, as I'm out at Walmart or at the filling station, filling my car up with gas. That's not taking care of the ministry that God's given me or people. That's the enemy. Superior, pride. God said he hates pride. He said six things does he hate. And seven is an abomination. An abomination is a very not good sin. And that was a proud look. Just a proud look he hates. So we know if a proud look he hates, we know a proudful spirit. Glory to God, he doesn't like. And then the word tells us that a, um, a fall comes before a haughty spirit, and we don't want a fall to come into our life because we're haughty and high-minded and won't humble ourselves as Christ told us to, you know, won't learn of him and because become as he is, uh, humble in heart and mind, uh, taking care, glory to God, for what he's given us and uh, proving faithful in the ministry that he's given us. Um, he said for us to walk worthy of the calling wherewith we've been called and to walk worthy of that calling does not mean to walk in superiority. To walk worthy means to carry it as value. It's, wor- it's worth something. You know, it's priceless. It's priceless, glory to God. The, the uh, positions that God has put his people in, his ministers in, the fivefold ministry, it is priceless, hallelujah. You cannot put a price on that. I talked a couple of uh, teaching Tuesdays ago about being a teacher and a minister. In my opinion, this is the highest teacher um, that one can be is teaching um, how to live for Christ and how to turn your life over to Christ that you may live again and not end up, you know, in hell with gnashing of teeth, glory to God, but in heaven where streets are paved of gold, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. To me, being a gospel teacher or teacher of the word of God is the highest calling one could have. Be it teacher, pastor, minister, bishop, evangelist, you know, the fivefold ministry. Personally, my opinion Excuse me, and I've been a Sunday school teacher, I'm not, and I've been a natural teacher as a substitute teacher and an assistant teacher, uh, so I know both, both sides of it. And being a teacher of the gospel, personal opinion, is the highest teacher one could be. And then an example that I'd love to give you is when <clears throat> the world gets in trouble, be it a president, be it um, a star, a, uh, a Michael Jackson, who do they go to when they get in trouble? They go to a pastor. They go to a minister. They don't go to a natural teacher, you know, that's teaching uh, math, English, social studies, and science, and yes, we need that. But they go to a teacher that's teaching the word of God, how to get their soul saved, how to cleanse their heart, 
how to renew their mind, glory to God, how to get right with God. Being a gospel teacher or a teacher of the word is the highest teacher anybody could be. And I am not coming against natural teachers. We absolutely need them. I thank God for our natural teachers, glory to God. I was able to get certifications and some things because of natural teaching, hallelujah. And I just, and so it's, it's good, it's good. But my personal opinion, a spiritual teacher is the highest teacher one could ever have. Okay. Colossians 4 and 2, continue in prayer and watch in the same with thanksgiving, okay? Continue in prayer and watch in the same with thanksgiving. Therefore, we're continuing in prayer and we're watching in the thing that we're praying about with thanksgiving unto God. Ephesians 6 and 18, praying at all times in the spirit with all prayer and supplication, To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints. Let me read that again. Ephesians 6 and 18, praying at all times in the spirit with all prayer and supplication, okay? To that end, let us keep alert, all perseverance, going through, we're persevering, we're going through. Glory to God, we're that, uh, what's that flower, that dandelion, that yellow, beautiful yellow flower. We're persevering, and we're making supplication for all of the saints. And then Psalms 107, 28 through 31, then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them from their distress. He made the storm be still, and the waves of the sea were hushed. Then they were glad that the waters were quiet, <clears throat> Excuse me, and he brought them to their de- desired heaven. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. And as I was sharing earlier with you all, I praise God. I thank God so much, and, and, and you may hear sometimes um, the fervency and the intensity of me teaching the word of God. It's because he's been so good to me. It's because of the goodness of God is the reason why I praise God the way I do. And I thank God the way I do because of the goodness that he's been, the storms that he has stilled in my life, you know, the the rains and the storms that he's hushed in my life, the people that he's hushed in my life, the people that I'm praising God for, the people that he's going to hush in my life. Thank you, Jesus, because we will always have people that are coming against us. Um, they're enemies of God because we are uh, crisis uh, teachers and crisis ministers. And he told us to be encouraged and strengthened because we know that before they hated us, they hated Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, uh, let's see here. Philippians 4 and 13, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. There again, we're encouraged. Thank you, Jesus. And strengthened in Christ. Isaiah 41 and 10. He says, fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Okay, I'm going to read that again. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee 
with the right hand of my righteousness. And I spoke to you all earlier about holding on to God's right hand and how God was holding on to me. Glory to God. And that's what he said. He said, I would uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. That's what God did. Glory to God. When people that were in positions with church titles, when they let me go, glory to God, they didn't speak. That girl looked me dead in the eye. And she was she was a close uh, Christian sister. And after trouble came my way, and I saw her after many years, and I was the joy of the Lord, you know, and I'm going on forgiving myself and other people and all, whatever. Uh, and I spoke, and she looked me dead in the eye, did not crack a smile, didn't say a word, just looked. And I'm thinking, okay, she didn't hear me. You know, and I, I mean, I'm in the joy of the Lord, and, you know, amongst the saints, and the glory of God, and uh, the Holy Ghost is in the atmosphere, and just all the praise and goodness. And, and I said, well, I'm thinking, oh, she didn't hear me, you know. And this is a this is a, an, a, a sister I got saved in 1985, actually, that I lived with for a little bit of time. And um, and I spoke with her, and she did not <laughs> she didn't say anything. And it was because of there again, like I said, some issues that had come in my life. When you are a saint of God, a true saint of God, know that the enemy is going to come and bring things your way every step of the way, from being a baby in Christ all the way to maturity. The good thing is, like Isaiah 41 and 10 said, that God upheld me with his right hand of righteousness. Though she didn't speak, God yet held on to me. And that's why we don't look at man, look to man for things, but we look to God to help us with things because it is only God that can bring, uh, you know, bring things our way or bring us through. Now, did I get, uh, it kind of took me back just a second. I'm, you know, and then it dawned on me why she didn't speak and, it's not that I've been holding it in my heart or anything. I, I've forgiven her. I, you know, I love her. It, it doesn't make a difference in my life one way or the other with what God is going to do for me. Uh, but it just, it, I would have never thought. I don't know. I, I, you just can't put anything past people. Uh, no matter what title they have on their name, they are still just flesh and blood. They're still just people. Okay. Uh, therefore, whatever titles uh, saints. Um, you know, people have on their life. Um, don't look at their title, okay? Look at their heart. Look at their actions. Look at how they're how, how they're Christ-like. You know. And then I'm thinking, glory to God. Last uh, either last night or the night before, I was praying. All have sinned and come fallen, uh, come short of the glory of God. So how dare you not speak or say hi when absolutely the word says all have fallen and come short of the glory of God and absolutely know that, you know, that there's been some things, um, I, I, I tell you, oh, God, just don't let me be like that. That's all I can say is God, don't let me be like that. Cause me to learn through the things that I suffer and the things that I go through that I be compassionate upon people and not judgmental and not critical, you know, and not looking at them up one side and down the other and thinking myself to be better or thinking myself, thinking within myself, how dare you or how could you do that or, you know, any of that, that I don't think any of that, don't let me be like that. You know, uh, that is an arrogant, um, carnal-minded Christian because had it not been for the grace of God, none of us would be here, including her. 
and or her husband. None of us would be here had it not been for the grace of God. Um, so I pray and I ask God that I not be like that. And then in God's word, he has spoken in his word and says that you judge someone of the same thing that you've done. Therefore, how can you judge someone and you've done the same thing or the same thing has been done? And maybe that's the way it was. You know, they're close to uh, some things that are following within my life had also happened in her life. So she could have been possibly bitter, okay, because of things that have happened in her life. And even if that's the case, she still was not Christ-like. Saints, we do not want to be like that. If there has been anything contrary that has happened in a saint's life, the Bible says that we are to lift them up, you know, to, um, um, to pray for them, um, to take upon, um, and the, the scripture is not clearly coming from me, but um, thank you, Jesus. The Bible does say about he that has fallen seven times, how many times do we forgive? Seventy times seven. But it also speaks about us picking our brother or sister up. Glory to God, if one has fallen and, you know, we're to pray for one another and not to be judgmental and critical because if Jesus ever stopped, but his loving kindness and his mercy and grace, you, you, whom judges and criticizes, if Jesus ever stopped his mercy and grace on your life, you would be consumed. You would be men most miserable if God took his grace and mercy off of your life and started judging you the way you judge and criticize and critical somebody else. Lord, let it not be in my heart, in my spirit, in my soul, in my mind. I thank God so much, really, for the things that I've gone through. And when I went through it, I couldn't understand, oh, my God, and, and it would come to mind that God is going to get the glory. God's, and I'm like, God, how are you going to get the glory of this God? How? Glory to God. But he has. He's caused me to be compassionate. He's caused me to pray, glory to God, for people, hallelujah, that are going through or, or have gone through you know, something tragic and, and, you know, something that may not be pleasing in God's eyesight. I'm compassionate. I'm understanding. I'm caring. Why? Because I've gone through, and I don't want God judging me and putting nothing on me because I'm hard and stiff-necked and, and arrogant and, and stuck up about what somebody has gone through. That's not Christ-like. Just think about Christ's life when he was on the world. He came to save sinners, not that we're sinners, okay? We are saints. But sometimes saints do things that sinners do. That's when we go to God for forgiveness, Lord, repenting. That's what repenting is for because you've done something that is not Christ-like. And if he does not forgive you of your sins, then you will be a man most miserable. That thing will be on your head, wearing your head out day and night. If God don't forgive you, shame on you. Woe be unto you to not forgive somebody and release somebody in forgiveness. I don't care if it happened in your life. That means you have not forgiven. That's not a good thing. Because without forgiveness, then you're bitter. And bitterness leads to talking about stuff and talking about it to everybody else and, and making everybody else all filled up with all that old mess. Forgive them. Release them in forgiveness. So your life may be full of joy. Thank you, Jesus. God, I thank you. I, I tell you, I couldn't understand how I could get, um, how God could get the glory out of this and how God could bring me through, you know, and it all be good. 
But he did. He did. It's all good, and it's all God. And I thank God for it. I thank God for the things that I've gone through. Um, There's a song that says, What would I know about his mercy if I hadn't gotten out of grace? It says, What would I know about his mercy if I hadn't gotten out of grace? Restoration has finally come. I've been restored back to my place in God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. How will we know about restoration if we never got out of our place? If we never got out of our place, how will we know about God's grace and God's mercy? And you want God to have grace and mercy on you? When you're sitting around backbiting on somebody, gossiping on somebody, thinking yourself better than somebody, and you come to yourself and you be like, oh, God, I'm supposed to be thinking like that. I'm supposed to be walking like that. God, forgive me. You want God to forgive you and have grace and mercy on you? You need Oh, my God. The same grace and mercy that you want God to have on you is the same grace and mercy you're to have on, we are to have on one another. Thank you, Jesus. For if not, God can turn that thing on your head if you don't have grace and mercy on someone. Because we've all fallen short. We've all sinned, the Bible says, we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But God keeps on forgiving us. I'm reminded of the children of Israel. Oh, my gosh, back in the Old Testament. Them folk, they were always doing something against God. They were always doing something that they was not supposed to be doing that was out of the will of God. And God would come forth and say, I'm going I'm to I'm wipe you out. You know, I'm going to cause this to happen and that to happen. But before that chapter was over, Every time I read, God forgave them. Every time God forgave Israel, and they kept on doing stuff. And that, I'm like, I couldn't understand that. And God kept on forgiving them, though. And my thing was, how could the, how could they keep doing ungodly things and things God was not pleased with, with him being such a good God? That is what I couldn't understand. Now, God, I don't want you to put that on me. I'm not trying to understand it by you putting that on me, God. That is not what I'm saying. But as I read the scriptures and read through the verses, and every time I turned around, Israel was doing something that they were not supposed to be doing. And lo and behold, God will be like, all right, now, I'm going to do thus and this and thus and thus and thus. And sometimes a prophet would pray, you know, the prayer of God forgive them and Lord have mercy. And because of the prayer, you know, God will forgive them. And then on some instances, God said, don't pray for them. You're wasting your time praying for them because I'm going to get them for what they're doing and what they did. But in certain other instances, before that scripture was over, before that verse was over, before that chapter was over, God was forgiven every time. He's a good God. Thank you, Jesus. So, you know, if God can forgive Israel, Every time they did something wrong, and God can forgive you every time you do something wrong, you know, with your arrogant, you know, Lord, forgive your people, God. Help us to walk in hearts of humility. There will be humble in heart and mind, God, that we know, Father God, that it is not we ourselves, God, but that it is you, Father God, that has done whatever, God, that's going on good in our life, God. God, I thank you. 
Glory, God, don't let me walk, God, hallelujah, in the vain imagination of my mind, God. But cause me to humble myself, God, before you, Lord God. Don't think myself to be higher than that that I am, God. God, don't carry, don't let me carry myself, God, higher than that that I am, God. Glory, cut out everything that's not like you. God, that I be pleasing in your eyesight, God. God, don't let me walk around with arrogancy and pride, God. God, but that I walk around, Father God. My clothes are clothes of strength and honor, Father God. Hallelujah. But my mind and heart is a mind and heart of humility, God. Towards you, Lord, knowing, Father God, from whence cometh my help. Knowing, God, that all of my help cometh from you. Knowing, God, that I can do nothing without you, Lord, Father God. And had it not been for you, God, and your grace and mercy, I know where I would be. God, far be it from me, God, to walk in pride and arrogancy and thank myself to be something knowing without you God I am no thing God it is your love and your grace and your mercy your forgiveness that I stand here today it is not of my own remission it is not of my own strength it is not of my own character or my own personality, God. It is because of thy grace and thy mercy that I have life today, Lord. And I thank you. God, when I hear, Father God, of a saint, God, or a Christian, Lord, be they what sort of title they may have, and they fall short, Father God, of your glory, Lord, that they sin, God, and fall short, Lord. Let me be quick to pray for them, God, to pray your mercy and your grace upon them, Lord. That I not be, uh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory. And not that I'm denying the power, Lord. Glory Hallelujah. God, let it far be for me. God, let me remember, God, from whence I come, God. Don't let me forget. God, don't let me forget from whence I come, God. Lord, don't let me get heady and high-minded, Lord, Father God. Thank you, Jesus. Governor, walk in our humility of heart and mind, God, receiving the time, Lord. God, that I get out of your way, God, and let you have your way, God, in my life, God. God, I not think myself to be smart enough, God, hallelujah, to handle the situation, God. God, don't let me, God, think that I'm smart enough, God, to handle, Lord, the circumstances, God. God, hallelujah, hallelujah, God. But when I let wisdom, God, that I ask you, Lord. God, that I'm not walking the vain imagination of my mind, God. Lord, but I acknowledge you, God, in all of my ways, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. God, don't let me run without, don't let me have a zeal without knowledge, God. God, I need you. I cannot do this on my own, God. 
in our humility of heart and mind. Thank you, Jesus. And as uh, the Proverbs 31 woman, my clothes are clothes of honor and strength. Per your grace and your mercy and your glory. God, I am grateful. Hallelujah, God. I am thankful, God. I am thankful. <laughs> Oh, Jesus, I did not do this on my own. God, I did not get here on my own. God, it was you. Hallelujah, God, I thank you. Thank you, Jesus. God, don't let your people be they newborn saints. Lord Jesus, our uh, seasoned saints. God, don't let us forget from whence we come. Lord, don't let us walk in the vain imaginations of our mind. Lord, don't let us have a form or a fashion, God, in denying your power, God, in the name of Jesus, God. Hallelujah. Cause us to walk in our confidence and courage, God, that you've given us, Lord, Father, in Jesus' name, God. Cause us, Lord, to humble ourselves, God, under your mighty hand, God, that you may raise us, Father God. Hallelujah, God, in your season, in due season, God, in due season, God, in due season, God. Hallelujah, what is due season, God? I'm imagining, I'm envisioning, Father God, a cornfield, Lord, in due season, Father God, just like that dandelion flower. Hallelujah, in due season, glory to God. There's summer, winter, spring, and fall. There's seasons, glory to God. And that stalk of corn goes through 
seasons. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. First, I've never been a farmer. I don't know what it's like to live in the country. I've never lived in the country. Father God, I've been a city girl. Hallelujah. Therefore, I cannot go through the different steps, glory to God, of corn. But I know that the corn has seasons that it goes through before it becomes a full stock of beautiful uh, yellow corn with those green leaves covering it. My God, my God. Lord, we humble ourselves, God, before you. Hallelujah. Until you raise us, God, in due season, God. God. I'm discerning, Father God. This is Sister Danielle's due season, God. <clears throat> and I humble myself, God. And I get out of your way, God, that you have your way in my life, God. And I find the devil and all evil people that are trying to block your move in my life. I heard Dr. Bill Winston say, hallelujah, that the Holy Ghost will take vengeance, glory to God, on those, glory to God, hallelujah, that tried to curse me. On those, glory to God, that try to block and hinder your move in my life, that the Holy Ghost is going to take vengeance and all shall pay, hallelujah, whomsoever they may be, for the Bible says, touch not my anointing, nor do my prophet no harm. God, that's what you said. That's what you said. And I praise and I appreciate you for it, God. I'm reminded, Lord God, when I got on my face last night in prayer, God, praying, Lord God, that it not be me, God. Lord, Father God, that I not walk in the vain imagination of Sister Danielle Yvette Wilson, God, but that I walk in the spirit of God, that I walk in your power, God. Now, Lord, I'm not going to be mining this God that I not know that it's me, God. That's not what I'm saying, God, but that I not walk in my flesh, God, but that I walk in the spirit of the Lord, God. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory to your name, God, that I allow you to take me to the places that you want me to go, that I get out of your way, God, and let you have your way in my life, God, that I humble myself God in heart and mind, God, and that is, glory to God, not a position, but a lifestyle, glory to God, that's not me all bent over and all humped over, God, and stuff all on my back, glory to God, the devil is a lie, you will not ride on my back, God, I thank you, hallelujah, glory to God, but it's a lifestyle of humility and honor unto God, and I magnify and I glorify you, it's the word of God. God, be conforming my mind, being transformed. Glory to God by your word, Father God. Hallelujah. Transforming my mind. Glory to God being conformed. Glory to God by your word, God. And humbling in my heart, God, knowing that it is not me, myself, that has brought me thus far. God, but it is you. Your grace, your mercy, your glory, and your honor, God. And I just thank Thank you. God, I thank you. I'm reminded, excuse me, I'm reminded when I first got saved and my prayer to you because I could feel it then. 
I can feel the anointing resting upon me then. I can feel the power of God resting upon me then. And I remember praying, God, put me under the pew. I know that sounds silly to some people. I know that sounds weird to some people. How could a person ask for God to put them under the pew? But God knew what I was saying. I did not want to be seen. Glory to God. I could feel the anointing then. I could feel the power of God being upon my life. And I would ask God, God, put me under the pew, God. God, don't let me be seen, God. I'm reminded, Father God, glory to God, when I was in the store, market basket in Louisiana, and I was standing in line to pay a bill, glory to God. And I'm a little tall, I'm like five foot eight. And if I have on my three inch heels, eight plus three. It's 5'11". Glory to God, it's a pretty tall woman. And I was standing in line. I'm reminded like it happened this morning. And I was kind of sort of in the back. There was about seven, six or seven people ahead of me. And I was praying, God, hide me. I can feel the power then upon my life. And I was asking God, God, hide me. Now I'm five foot eleven woman. Glory to God. Pretty nice looking. Glory to God. And I'm asking God and the Holy Ghost to hide me. Hallelujah. And there are five foot five people in front of me. There's four foot two people in front of me. I'm kind of exaggerating. Hallelujah. But I was pretty tall in that line. How am I going to be here at 5'11 and people in front of me were 5'8 and 5'6? Glory to God. The word comes to me and says, hallelujah, that a light that is set. How's it go? I see you up on the hill. Okay, let me get the scripture. Hold on, hold on. Cannot be here. That's what I'm saying, saints. When we go through, we got to take the word with us as we go through. So we can come out as pure gold. Cannot be hidden. And as we go through, when we take the word with us, we go through with joy, 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 joy. It's joy of the word. Glory to God, because every situation and every circumstance will not be joyful. Can not be hidden. <clears throat> Hallelujah, glory, but the word brings joy. Hallelujah, the word brings life and peace. Glory to God, and that's what we need. Glory to God, when we go through, we need the peace of God. Hallelujah, that surpasses all understanding because we're not going to worry and fret about no thing. Hallelujah, we're going to take that word with us as we go through. Glory to God. Now, when I was in Louisiana, I was kind of sort of, I wasn't a baby in Christ, but I was like a teenager. Christ. Glory to God. I was like a, a young adult in Christ, and I didn't know this word. Hallelujah. This word says, ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Glory to God. Neither do a man light a candle and put it under a bushel. However, the word says that I'm a light of the world. That's what was happening to me. Thank you, Jesus. God was creating in me his light. I'm that dandelion going to come forth for the world to see, to God be the glory, to God be the grace and the glory. Glory to God, glory to God. He make, he he what he gives beauty for ashes. Hallelujah. I was a light. He was creating the light in me. And I'm now a city that is set on a hill couldn't be hid. I didn't even know this scripture. 
Matthew 5 and 14, I had no knowledge of it. I was a babe in Christ. I was newly saved, and I was feeling the power and the light of God, and I was asking God to hide me under the pew. God, I did not want to be seen. God, I thank you. And you know, those are the ones that God creates the cities, and he sets them upon a hill. Glory to God, and they cannot and will not be hid. Why? Because they have the light of the word of God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. God, be the glory for the things he has done. I praise and I appreciate God for those of you that are just getting saved, for those of you that have been saved for quite some time. The way up in God is down. Glory to God in your heart and in your mind. I'm not talking down in your spirit. I'm not talking down in your mind. I'm not talking about that down in your thoughts. I'm talking about down in your actions, down in your ways, down in the way, glory to God, that you give God the honor in your life, that you get yourself off the throne and you put God on the throne. That's the type of down. I'm talking about humility and giving God the honor, letting the Lord be the Lord of your life. Not letting you be the Lord of your life, your vain imaginations. Don't let me walk, God. And that's something that I had a little issue with. <clears throat> Excuse me. I would go without zeal. I mean, I would have zeal without knowledge. And I thank God there again for my husband. Um, very wise man, very wise man. And he would tell me all the time, Danielle, have you prayed about it? At 90 seconds. Say, Danielle, have you prayed and talked to God? And, and I really hadn't. Some I hadn't, and then some yeah, a little bit. I didn't wait, okay? So having a zeal without knowledge is not good. Being a newly saved Christian or a Christian that is seasoned, okay, we do not want to walk in the vain imaginations of our mind. We want to acknowledge God in all of our ways and let him direct our path, okay? And then saints, I got 60 seconds. Remember from whence you have come, okay? Let us always remember where God has brought us from when he's brought us to a place and bringing us to a place. And we all have a place in God. We all have things to do for the Lord. Um, there is an entire body, hallelujah. And I cannot say to the foot, I have no need of thee. glory to God. We all have a place in God. We all have a position in God. We all have gifts and callings and talents from the Lord. And just like that, uh, the keeper of the vine, I'll say it, it might be the right the right analogy or the right scripture, he gave one, one talent, one, two, one, three, one, four, one, five, okay? So it's up to you who has the talent, what you do with it, okay? And we do not at 10 seconds, and we don't want God to come and find us with our works undone, and, and we say, okay, Lord, we know that you were a God that wanted increase in our lives, and we just didn't do it. You gave us one talent, and we just held tight to that one talent. No, we want to be the one that has five talents and went and traded with five more. We want to go learn something else from somebody else. We want to go glean from someone else that's higher than, than us, that's in a position that we're aspiring to be in, that God has revealed unto us. Glory to God. That's my time. God bless you. I love you with the love of the Lord. Until next Teaching Tuesday, November 21st, be blessed, be a blessing, be encouraged. Glory to God. Know that God is with us no matter what comes our way. He said in Isaiah. 
Isaiah, I am with thee in the floods and the fire. Glory to God. I pray for your children. I pray for your health right now in Jesus' name. Health, glory to God, and wealth in the name of Jesus. God, watch over you as you travel on the highways and byways. Thank you, Jesus. God increases your finances. I love you with the love of God. This is First Lady Evangelist, teacher, pastor, student of the Word of God, Danielle Wilson, with the good news, the good news of the glorious gospel. Be blessed to be a blessing. Bye-bye.